She's featuring on this episode for like a specific reason, y'all. We are going to be talking about the movie Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah! Can Asians be blurs? Yeah. Yeah. You're a people we're, of color. We're, we're going with blurs <laughs> by the blurred con definition of inclusivity. So, you know, any underrepresented groups. Yo, I just want to say, BlurredCon, if y'all are listening, y'all really need to, like, sponsor with me or something, because she'd be calling y'all all all the time, (laughs) but in a good way. Anyway, yes, so we have another Blurred here, our Asian Blurred, Kimli, say hi, say hi, Kimli, say hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) You got to speak up, my friend, you got to speak up. All right, so as I said, we are talking about Crazy Rich Asians today, that is our main thing. That's our main topic, look at us doing good, telling y'all at the beginning of the episode, whatever. So about instead Aren't of getting so good? minutes in, yes. we'd be like, oh yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever listened to our show, Kimmy? Yes, I have. So you know that we just kind of go on tangents. Yes, about I do. <laughs> <laughs> and we do a lot of singing, which we I already did. I kind of fast forward sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Honestly. <laughs> the foundation of all friendships, right? <laughs> anyway, so yeah. the first thing we really talk about is what we blurting out about. Blurting out about. And so I already explained to you what blurting out means. Don't tell me you forgot. Please, don't tell me you forgot. Me? Yes. You didn't forget. You're nerding out about something. Exactly. But this time it's called blurting out. So you're blurting out about something. We're on brand here. We're on brand. And since you're our guest, we're going to let you go first. So what are you blurting out about? How about you go first? Oh, that was very (laughs) polite and conspicuous of you. Okay. So what am I blurting out about? Hmm. Oh, yes. So I actually went to a networking event. Uh, this week, uh, no, 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 not this week, uh, the upper week, previous week, anyway, I think that's the word. Last week? Yeah, that's the word. (laughs) Although previous would have sufficed. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I went to a networking event. It was called, um, Young Professionals Meetup, but this time, you guys already know that I usually go to something by the Urban League. Yeah. Um, I usually go to Urban League Young Professionals. Oh, okay. I only know mm-hmm. young professionals. I didn't realize that was yeah, part of the sure. league. Yeah, but they usually do something. But there's a bunch of actually young professional groups um, that are for specific topics or specific uh, um, demographics um, or even religious ones. And so, actually, this was something that Needle's Eye Ministries had put together. They wanted to get like all the different young professional groups together for a mixer. So there was like several groups there. Hmm. And it was a way for them to bring all of their particular uh, people that come to their events mm-hmm. to meet other people from other events, mm-hmm. from other groups that have events, mm-hmm. and kind of get them to converge and, like, talk and share and everything. Um, and so I've heard of Needle's Eye because they're, like, a Christian one, um, but I never go to their stuff. But I go to Urban League stuff, and so I know all those people. But I went, and I grabbed my friend Alan, too, to go. So we kind of had fun joking. Oh, Alan be- with you? Yes, he did. Cool. Shout out to Alan Samuels. <laughs> hey, Alan. Thank you for bearing with me, especially since I was late, and you were concerned about being there by yourself, and I left you by yourself for about 30 <laughs> oh, minutes. Oh, that is oh, so wrong, I would be... I wouldn't even go you in. Don't leave he had plenty of food to occupy him. They had plenty of chicken wings. See, if it was me, I wouldn't even. I would have been in my car. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I would be like, well, where are 
are you? <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to any networking events. I am an introvert. That just wouldn't be me. And me, I don't mind just meeting new people. It's it is awkward, but it's. I like also, meeting new okay. people, but I need a sponsor. I need my wing person. Exactly. My wing talker. <laughs> and so once I got there, Alan was better because then we were just joking about stuff. But then we were meeting the people I know. And I was like, Alan, I know all the black people. Because I did know most of them because I've been to the Urban League events. But other, I did, we had like a game we were doing. So we were like, you got to talk to five people before we leave. And then you got to talk to five people. And then we were like, make sure three of them are white. <laughs> we were both talking about that. He's like, go talk to white people. And I was like, I will. And I only talked to two. So I actually had a penalty. My penalty was when we went to the beach because we were supposed to go to the beach that weekend. I was supposed to like drink salt water and then like pour it on one of our friends with my mouth. Ooh. Yeah, that was the penalty. But we just kind of like that sounds like a penalty for the other person. No, it was for me because I had he had talked I mean, more white people than I did. Water poured onto their head. Because it was a news birthday, our friend Anu. It was her birthday, and he just wanted a, like a really funny penalty. Luckily, we didn't go to the beach, and I didn't have to like die from ingesting the seat the salt water. So. <laughs> But anyway, the the main point of this event was that I went and I found a group that I had never heard of. They were called Creative Mornings, and they're basically a group. Uh, they happen. They have a meeting like once a month, mm-hmm. and on Friday mornings, mm-hmm. very early actually. But basically, it's a group of people that are creatives that may not necessarily work in the creative fields, but they can do things. Mm-hmm. And so they come. They have like a lecture series where somebody comes in to talk about a certain topic or mm-hmm. inspire us or whatever. And so you can just get with everybody that comes in this um Robinson Theater, way 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 into Richmond, and a place I had never been to before. But there's all sorts of people that are grown up. I mean, like really old, young. All, like we're not grown ups. <laughs> they're like really old, young, black, white, uh, everybody, women, female, uh, and women, men, everything. <laughs> a bunch of different kind of people were there, and I thought it was really cool to see all these different people here and uh, at this event. But the main thing was it was like a really good connector event for me. I ended up sitting next to the editor, uh, the chief editor of the Richmond Magazine. I was like, you're, you're what? That's so cool. That was cool. So I got, we like shared information. And then the woman that spoke was like, she was also a fellow Nigerian, but she was talking about how she had started an organization called Untold RVA, mm-hmm. where it's like a, she's like a historical tour, tour guide for black history in the uh, Richmond area mm-hmm. and she like has different things in it that she does throughout the city and all this cool thing she has like this thing called this Gabriel night coming up or it's like a week-long event um named to inspire and just it was really cool and I got all her information but I was just like yo all this stuff is happening in the city and I didn't know all this stuff and I just yeah, thought it was cool. Richmond be coming up, y'all. We so, live in Richmond and don't even know. Seriously, well, as much as everyone knocks Facebook, but this is how I find out about all the stuff that I go to <laughs> at both of them in the comment section. If you go and know where everything is or what's happening or what's going. And I'm like, yeah, because I just look up stuff and I just, why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> so shout out to Facebook for that event because I'd be on there all the time. <laughs> That's how I found out about it. But I was really pleased about it finding this group called Creative Mornings. They just meet too early for me, but I sacrificed my hour of work because I really was like, let me go and see what happens. So, yeah. But they are just like a connector. You can connect with people who might want to help you with something that you want to do creatively, Mm -hmm. or you can get a job because they have like a board where they do all that stuff. It's just really cool. So that's what I was burning out about. Connections. 
and meeting people and networking events, actually producing something interesting. Cool. Yeah, that was my long piece. But I'm blurting out about that, y'all. <laughs> what some source. All right, so now we will try our guest again. <laughs> Come on, Kimmy. Well, I've been a really boring homebody. <laughs> I was not interesting at all. <laughs> I just been watching movies all the time. So. Well, um, what do we talk about all the time? Movies. <laughs> so and tell TV. us exactly music. Every so tell us what movies you've been watching. I I tend to rewatch the same things over and over. Okay. I watched a lot of movies at the theaters lately. I know. Okay, so tell us. So one. like Slenderman and. Meg, you know the Meg, the shark movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm interested watching. Yeah, I was like, what? It's a jaws shark on movie. steroids. Well, yeah, I, I'm not a shark fan. I'm not like. So you definitely know like Sharknado. No, See, never seen any I, shark. I see all the Sharknados. Oh my gosh, why? <laughs> It's so stupid, but it's so funny. <laughs> even the actors... And you just that, can't stop watching it. <laughs> even the actors that are in Sharknado are, like, shocked. They're, they don't understand why they... Oh my god, so the ch- acting is so horrible. <laughs> I just can't take it. But I cannot stop looking at it. <laughs> exactly. They're even like, we don't know why this is... I think Tara Reid is in there. She is in She's it. such like, a D-list celebrity. <laughs> she, has a, she has, like, a... Like a some kind of saw arm in one of the movies. They so, totally <laughs> took that from um, the Evil Dead and Army um, of Darkness okay. and Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. But they're totally like... So you're learning not about uh, horror and thriller films. No, actually, the one movie I was talking about um, that was a book to all mm-hmm. the boys I love before. Ooh, yes, tell us about that. So it's like, yeah, it's based on a book by Jenny Han and it's a series and it just came out on Netflix, and a lot of people, I guess I should say, are blurting out about it. Ready to use the lingo! I love it! Like, it has become, like, crazy explosive, because it's just, it's a teenage movie, but, um, I fangirl really hard about that movie. <laughs> Trust me. Actually, a lot of people fangirl about the teenage movies, yeah. and they're not even teenagers, so... I don't care, you though. I have no shame. I'd be like, I'd be watching these teens and their antics all the time. Something about angst is so attractive. It is. But it's it's just, also it's annoying, but it's romance. also attractive. That's what I mean, because everything about a teen romance is so extra and angsty, yeah, and then you're just like... like there's you still the, the promise of tomorrow where things can be wonderful. It's not like the adult romances of divorce to me. <laughs> like, you're just straight to Fifty Shades of Grey. It's a cute movie. And the fact that the girl, the main girl, is Asian. Whoop, whoop! It's just like, Representation. That's exactly. Right. That's cool. No, that's cool. I really like that. What's the movie called again for the listeners? To all the boys I loved before. It's on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Netflix is popping. Shout out to Netflix. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah, and it's a Netflix original, so they're really they're doing some stuff. But they're they original. Really stuff. They, they are doing things. And people can be upset all they want because I saw this uh, I on Twitter this new story about how Netflix tested doing some ads in between the Netflix original TV not. shows or I'm movies. So sick of ads. They're just like they're basically <laughs> trailers for other Netflix shows or movies. Um, and people were like, yeah, I will cancel if you do this. <laughs> oh my God. And people were like, uh, you guys know how good Netflix is to us. Y'all yeah. can watch some freaking uh, promos no, for stuff that you My like. thing is, if they're going to do that, do it in the beginning. Not in the yeah. middle of a movie or TV no, show. No, they don't do it in the middle. They're talking about oh. like, like the, uh, the episode, like if you're watching a series, mm. in between the episodes. 
Oh. What do you mean? Like, like, the, like, like the TV? Are you talking about like where, like regular TV? Yeah. No, no, not in between the, uh, not in one episode you get a commercial like at the end of the episode that's before one. you get to the next one. That's so, so oh, okay. That yeah. would, I would be that's down with that. I would yeah, be fine. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Because I mean, I when like I'm like things. flipping through to see stuff and it played like the Netflix stuff has the autoplay things, I'm like, you think sometimes you'd be annoyed because Netflix sends me the emails. They're like, you might be interested in, and you look at the picture, you like, heck no, Netflix, this is stupid. You got it wrong. I don't care about this. <laughs> and then you're on the app, and it starts auto-playing the trailer, and you're like engrossed. You're like, this looks awesome. Exactly. <laughs> I like watching trailers, so I wouldn't mind. But I just would like them not to be like YouTube does, where you're in the middle of watching something. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, so that's not what they're doing. So like, much. right in the middle of somebody's sentence, though. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? And it's a long ad half the time. I know, and then you don't have the option of skipping after five seconds every time. And I'm like, five seconds is still not going to make me want to buy that thing. I can't even handle, like, the skipping five seconds. I can't, I have I no patience it. for it. I love it. I can't wait for I count down with it so that I know when I'm like, click, and then go to the next one or go to my show that I'm actually watching. Sorry. But I, whoever made the skip button for Netflix... I praise them because I think my favorite like when you want to cut when you want to skip the intro. Oh yeah, 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 that is awesome. It's like now instead of watching five episodes, I can watch (laughs) thirteen. Efficiency in my TV watching. So much time (laughs) we add all the the minutes up. It really does. Yeah, because if you're binge watching, you're just like I don't need to see the opener. It's like yeah, fifteen times. I've got my catheter right here. I've got my hat with my drink on top. (laughs) I need to be efficient with my TV watching. <laughs> I don't need a recap what I just saw. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Yeah, so big ups oh, again. Big ups to Netflix. Yay. Yeah, Netflix. Alright, so Whitney, was that your blurred out or you have an actual Oh no, no, that was just my aside. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. People don't use that. People don't use that word a lot and in the correct way. Yes, I do like to be rather cultured sometimes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are indeed. Yes, you are indeed. Alright, we're done. Okay. All right. Go. No, no, we're not done. No, I was done with my joke. I was done with my my antics. All right, you're next. Yes. I am blurting out about, I'm going to be cultured for one second. Dear Evan Hansen. Don't tell me you watched that. I haven't gotten to see it yet, but I am our uh, yearly girls trip that me and my mom and usually my aunt and my cousins go on to. I've begun the planning for that. Just uh, getting it all together. So it is confirmed. We're going to see Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway Yay. in the fall. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. My mom doesn't know that much about it. And she's like, oh, she's like, so what's it about? It was hard for me to really tell her since all of my knowledge on it is based off of the song. <laughs> so I was like, uh. She was like, Whitney, already your explanation is just like, <laughs> she was like, can you condense it? Because you know you tend to like ramble. And I was like, you know what? Why don't you listen to the soundtrack? She was like, mm, I think I'll be surprised. I was like, yeah, that's right. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, because then you'll, she might change it and you'll be like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I'll be like, yeah, was it? Yeah. But, um. <laughs> Wait, so you already got the tickets for it? No, I'm actually buying the tickets for it this weekend. Oh, cool. Yep. Um, but that is one thing I'm blurting out about. The other thing I'm blurting out about, and blurting out about it Can so I, before, far, you, before you do that, I just yeah, want to yeah, preface yeah. this, because all three of us, including Kimmy, our guest, were in a car trip to D.C., and she just played this 
Because she loved it so much. So she, <laughs> she was the driver. So of course she gets to pick the music and we cannot complain. And that's okay. I'm you down for that. Complain. Okay, yes. But I don't, I don't have a problem. With your car, you pick the music. But she played this. And t- see, it doesn't have to be my. I'm just saying, okay, people. I am not a like Nazi <laughs> about my music in a car. If you want to listen to something else, you can. But nobody said anything, so you're we right. Listening to Tyrion. We don't want to be rude. Yeah, but she <laughs> played this. It's not rude. She played like, all oh, the songs for this Broadway show. We were all like, "What is this?" We could tell it was show tune because of the you know how they were singing. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's not how they song it. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. That's Broadway. That's my Broadway voice. Okay, my male Broadway voice is singing. Anyway, but we were listening to this stuff. And we were just like, what is this? like? Because it was all disjointed. We didn't know like like which song was the beginning of the show or the end. And then because Broadway music is kind of like storytelling within itself like it tells the story so we're trying to figure out like is this about teen suicide is this about this is we were actually interested in like trying to figure out what the show was about because we all knew nothing about it so i just think it's funny that you're just like we're gonna go for the trip and actually see the movie (laughs) yes i'm so excited because okay yeah yeah yeah. that's cool all right what's your next blurdy thing the other thing i'm learning out hard about is steven universe Ah, <laughs> oh my cartoon. god! Yes, it is so cute and so just I don't know, so positive and is so it like really positive. Yeah, it's super positive, and I also love it because um, it's very for a cartoon, not just for a cartoon, just just in general. It's also very diverse and inclusive, like the cartoon characters, and it's even got like some LGBTQ characters mm-hmm. on there. So I'm like, this is. And it's so positive, and Steven's surrounded by all, all these like strong women, and he's like not like this overtly masculine boy, and he's like, oh, these things are so cute, and he's just—it's awesome to see that. Okay, well, that is cool. Yeah. I know you guys were talking about this during Blurred Con. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, like, we blurted out so hard about Garnet. I was like. Uh, it was like full out fangirl almost like a squeal when yeah, she saw, she saw the whole cosplay garnet and she like ran she was talking to this guy and she like just stopped she stopped talking to him literally and, and squealed and just ran, over and there. Just ran. <laughs> <laughs> it was so I love when people do that <laughs> especially when you know because Lee was it's kind rude, of like more nice. stoic yes she doesn't fan so she doesn't look like, like a fangirl she is she can fangirl but she will never show it that's how she is yeah. She's cool as cucumber. Yeah. She just <laughs> go over there and be like, like I'm like, really girl squealed and like, ran over. It was that hilarious. was cute to see. So I was like, oh, okay. She really likes this cartoon. Are you a fan of adult cartoons? Is it adult cartoons or cartoons no. for adults? No. This what is, is actually cartoon? a children's cartoon, I would say. Okay, so if there's such the... thing as a, a adult cartoons? Not yeah. like those Family nasty guy. ones. Oh, okay. So, okay. like, Family Guy and South Park and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. American oh, Dad. Yeah. I don't think I really watch those. Uh, I like I Family Guy. I have a long time now. Oh, and Futurama, I guess you would consider an adult cartoon. Okay. Yeah, so, that's know. not an adult cartoon. Steven Universe is not? No, okay. no. It's not. In a, it's, like, it's definitely more so, I guess... It's kind of hard to say geared to little kids. It's kid-friendly, because I guess you would say it's G. But... You know how you go see these like animated things and it's like adults can appreciate them and it's like you can't even fully appreciate how awesome this show is as a child. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching it and I'm sorry. I just like 
I'll be watching the show and like squealing to myself. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> she was watching me in the hotel. I was like, what is this cartoon she's talking about? I just want to read my comic. anime. Yes. Yeah, yes, well, that's like more general anyway. Like, I feel like anime is ageless. You just, anybody yeah, else, anime any age, anyone like, can watch it. Anime is animation, so mm-hmm. it's there's an anime for everyone. That's true. But not all animes are for everyone. But no, like, no but there's most of like, them are. It's very like saying general. books are for everyone because there's a <laughs> there's a there's a genre for everyone. It's a it's a medium yeah. more so than a you mm. know a genre. So awesome. Okay, well that means we are done blurting out, y'all. Done blurting out. All right, Ooh. so let's go to the uh, the opening act. Oh yeah, we are going to talk about another, I guess, Asian thing because this is the theme of the day. Okay? Well, I guess, I guess the pre-opening act then. <laughs> anyway, Pete, we're going to briefly talk about The Incredibles too, but before that, we're going to talk about the clip. Oh, I thought we were just Before. gonna talk about the clip and not bother with Incredibles too. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, let's just well, do that. Never mind. Asian. So. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about Incredibles too. <laughs> we we rewound and just uh, erased that part. Let's Here. just say we thought it was awesome. Yes. We waited for so long, and now our generation, it's the so elder long. millennials, are really satisfied. Was. There was so much content I thought I was gonna be honestly. So please <laughs> tell me what it is that you wanna see. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because I was watching what? I was watching old school 90s Drew Hill and like 90s Joey Lowe, all those old school videos last night. So I was like, I'm here with you on the old school stuff. Oh, good job, Whitney. Anyway, Mr. Cool was funny. 90s was like the best. Yes, without 80s were pretty awesome too, but oh yeah, 90s. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so we are going to talk about the um the the short that came on right before Incredibles the Pixar 2. short. Oh, and I love the Pixar shorts. It's called what? Can we bow bow bow? <laughs> uh, I have to say that when I first saw, I actually knew about this a long time ago. I'm glad that they had put it before that movie, but because I was like, where are we watching? How are we going to see the short? Because I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a short. I thought it was a movie because um. I saw like post about it? I thought it was going to be like an actual movie. You mean a long movie about yeah. a living dumpling? I didn't think it was going to be long. I, I don't know. There's only so much a dumpling can do, right? <laughs> I didn't know what it was going to be, but I was like, oh, it's so cute. It is. That's, that was the main thing. I was like, this story is so cute. And then I had actually so seen, cute. it was so cute. I had actually seen a behind the scenes clip of the person who had the concept. Mm-hmm. She works for Pixar, I think, and then she was like, not even sure, because she's like a newbie, younger person, and she was not even sure they were going to take her ideas. So she was kind of nervous about it, so she was just like so pleased that they had actually decided to go with her story, mm-hmm. and you know, Asian representation, and they just went with something that came from her. And Represent? I just liked it, and so finally watching it, it was so touching. More yes. than I thought it was going to be. It was, except for that scene, there was yeah. one really disturbing scene. Oh, yes, yes, was, yes. There was a lot of controversy about that scene. So tell us about the dumpling. Like, why is the dumpling so important to well, the whole, Asian like, culture? The whole They're, besides dumb. being tasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The whole, like, aspect of it is basically how in Asian culture, um, the parents don't want the kids to move away. They want mm, them to stay home and, mm. like, keep them as a child forever. So when she lets go, like, when she has a little dumping, it reminds me of her kid. But nobody got that until the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people 
I want to say a lot of like controversy was. I don't want to be like racist on it, but like white people didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So I would say American like, culture people, didn't like, get comment, it. Like, oh, like you just had like this, like this mom eating their kid and something. And <laughs> oh, I'm very like, jarring. And a lot. Of Asian I was a little traumatized. Like you guys don't understand the reference. And I'm just like, okay, I have to see like what's going on with this thing. You know, I'm gonna say this because. I did not, I, this is also just good storytelling on my part, because it was a silent sh- uh, short anyway. There was no talking. Mm-hmm. It was just gestures and sound, but not actual but speech. But yeah. Yeah, and so, so it's like, you don't know directly what's happening. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going with it. There's a dumpling that just comes to life, and then that's it. It's a dumpling person. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's it. And so when she gets mad because the dumpling person is like, I'm growing up. I'm a boy now. I'm a I'm a I'm a teenager now. I'm a grown man now, and I what I've got a chick. And I'm like, oh, the dumpling get a chick. What okay? Um, and I wasn't following along, and then I was like, she just ate her kid, and then it wasn't. I was so that traumatized. Part, I was so sad about that part. I almost it didn't cried. make me sad. I was just like, like my oh. mouth like literally fell open when she ate. I was, I was like. like <laughs> But once the kid, once the scene where the father had brought home, not gonna lie, because the father, her husband, was in the scene in the beginning, yeah. but he just wasn't there for the rest of it. So I'm like, what happened to You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the question I asked myself, I was like, so does he know the ch- dumpling child exists? Like, it's like not the father. Not the father. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, how come he's not commenting about this dumpling child who's living here for years? Or months or whatever it was. But it wasn't until he brought the son home and we saw that the dumpling looked like her son. And I was like, I totally get it. That, it came. It's not disturbing anymore. It's still, it was still disturbing. Yeah, it was still disturbing. I, was still but so I get sad. it now. Because you like, like you just said, they don't want their kids to move away. They want them to stay with them and live with them forever until yeah. they die. And it's like, yeah. that was the way that she could have him forever. Was Especially to eat him and ingest him with her forever. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, by that type of logic, then, what's his name? Uh, was it Cronus? He was just fine like that. Because he Cronus. ate all his kids. Cronus. Yeah. Cronus? Wait, what? Yeah, he was one of the Titans. You're right. One of the Titans. Oh, well, that, that's that's unimaginable. Before part. Zeus killed his father, because Cronus was just eating all his kids. Oh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. From the mythology. Oh, you are so right, but... Let's not go there. <laughs> That's Greek. This is Asian. Different cultures. But I'm saying there was eating of children. Eat your kids. <laughs> Ew. No. Don't eat your kids. You not. Speaking of eating kids, it's so funny because I remember like in like the it was one of the beginning seasons of Grey's Anatomy when they were talking about kids and the the character Christina Yang. She was like. The reason to get that um, babies have such large heads and big eyes is so that we as adults um, think they're cute and we don't eat our young. <laughs> <laughs> that's so morbid. That's terrible. Well, that's what's made her and Meredith so awesome. They called them the twisted sisters. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they were, were dark. twisted. Yeah. But in like an awesome way. I love that reminds her. me of I feel like she would say that. Our other friend, <laughs> who was Asian, who actually did not want to. It's so funny. I went and watched that with her in a mm-hmm. new... They're it's both so Asian, cool. but Indian Indian and Korean. So, Jerem was like, it's only because of you that I'm here. She said that while the movie was going on, watching Crazy Rich Asians. I'll get into that later, but I just I just felt like she didn't like it as much as we did. <laughs> but anyway, 
But she would say something like that. <laughs> she said all this morbid, weird stuff all the time. We love you, Joanne. And your eccentricities. Right? Eccentricities? Yeah, sure. We'll necessities. 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 Worry about your worries or your strife. Your strife. Okay, <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so Bao was a uh, very uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I enjoyed it. Is it is so... I... <laughs> Not, it's not messed up, but so. I always, like, cry during the Pixar shorts. <laughs> yes. This is the first Pixar short I've seen. What? Really? You didn't watch you Moana didn't... in the theater? The, the, no, the... no. Oh, that had an awesome I short. I haven't seen any Pixar movies in theater. Oh, you always watch them on my DVD yeah. or at home. Yeah, that's what, what was the Moana short? There was, like, a short about a volcano. Wait, I didn't think that was for Moana. Island. I thought that was for another movie. Okay. Oh, wait. No, it was Big uh, Hero 6. My bad. It was they Big had, Hero 6, not Moana. Because okay. I watched Moana I, on I Netflix, too. The thing, though. The, it was oh my Big God. Hero 6. I, like, was, I was bawling during the volcano. I haven't one. seen it, but I do want to see it. It was oh really cool. Should, it's so cute. I, it yeah. That's the only short it's I remember. It's so sad. Because these things two. are, like, what? Probably, like, eight minutes long. Yeah, but there's so many. By the end, I'm, like, bawling my eyes out. Yeah, and I felt for her. Because she came back. Her dumpling came back as a real person. So y'all don't be angry. Don't be angry. Just Watch get it. First. To be honest, I was like, at the end, I was like, but she still ate the dumpling child. I know. I like, she ate him so quick, though. You couldn't, you couldn't get over it, right? I did. I was like, does that mean that the dumpling was never, like, dumpling child? And that was just all in her mind? Because if it wasn't, then that's still messed up. Yeah. I'm still traumatized by that part. Yeah. It's I, awesome. I cannot, I keep replaying in my head now. <laughs> yeah, because it was weird, but I felt for her so bad. I felt for her so bad. And just culturally, let's get, I'm about to get my scholarly blurred on, but that's the difference between, like, um, I want to say Asian and African cultures, because they're more collectivistic, which is a term that I've already taught all of you, because I know y'all <laughs> listen to the other episodes, but just in case you haven't. Um, I got this uh, word from uh, cultural theory, because I like theories, that I studied in school. It's communication theory, but it's really about culture and sociology. Basically, it's basically this guy, I said basically twice, my bad, <laughs> but this, this um, social psychologist, or sociologist, actually, I think he's a soci- sociologist, Gert Hofstede, who's from like the Netherlands or something, he made up these cultural dimensions that basically analyzed um certain qualities of nations hmm. and then that like those qualities like impact how the people are and how they think and stuff and so it's like um and they're all in like little dichotomies so it's like individualism and collectivism individualism you see more in western countries mm-hmm. and you see that the people stress more your personal preference your personal goals what you want as a person and collectivistic means like co- the collective, as in For society, the community. families, and those communities operate differently. So it's like people don't are not motivated for just themselves; they're motivated for their families. And you see those, um, those stark differences because then they value different things. So that's why some children would choose what their parents want them to do in collectivistic societies because they go by the collective, as opposed to Americans who are like. The parents will even tell them, do what you want to do, you know? Yeah. And so it's so different. And so you could see even that in the Bow movie that, like you said, we were like, <laughs> Americans are like, why would you want your kid to stay around forever? You'll be free, you know? But for <laughs> those cultures, 
like in Asia, people still live with their parents even after they're married. You know, it's like, oh, you move into the house now. You got your own little room with your hubby right here. You know, and it's fine. It's not seen as an egregious or weird thing or like, you need to get out of the house. No, it's just normal for them as opposed. And then families, units just live together even beyond. You have generations just living together and that's okay. But we're just like, after a while, we're like, sometimes in America, they're like, let's put them in a home, you know? <laughs> so like, that's not... Um, so I just wanted to, that's only one of the that dimensions, that's the only one we talk about. But I just wanted to showcase that before we even get into Asians, uh, the crazy rich Asians, because those different cultural things that I noticed are like, it's so real. And I like seeing what I've learned actually displayed in real life. So it's like, oh, I get it, you know. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. And now uh, we're going to talk about crazy rich Asians. So, it's the main act event. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you just sounded like? If you remember Pitch Perfect, the movie, the first one, the best one was the first one, where they had the, the Asian girl, and she never spoke beyond a whisper. <laughs> that was, you just do, that reminded me of that, because you're just like, what the heck did she say? And then when you got close enough to hear her whisper, she's like, I hate my sister in the womb. <laughs> she would say random stuff. I'm like, yo, y'all, do y'all check what this chick is saying? Yeah. Anyway. Set fires for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another one. That was another one. Anyway. All right. So, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, and before this movie came out, they had so much hype. Like, I remember seeing a, um, a magazine cover mm-hmm. about yeah. this like a year before. The two wow. of them were on a mag. The two lead actors. One of them is a Richmonder. Constance Wu yes. is from Richmond, Virginia. We actually, uh, yeah. I've got a, I've got a uh, story, an article that I'll throw in the show notes, guys. Oh, cool. The article oh. is what is it? Um, why Constant Wu's leading role in Crazy Rich Asians is so freaking important. Yes, because mm-hmm. it's all about what that representation. Representation, <laughs> y'all. What? What? Yeah. And so we had already talked about what Black Panther did for all of us Black yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of opened the door now. So I'm I'm not gonna be surprised. If I don't see like a movie for like. Well, I guess Coco came out too right after right after before Black Panther. I can't remember. Was it after Black Panther? Coco the animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the animation. So, but that was like all about Hispanic culture. And so it was like everybody in the movie was Hispanic. But I mean, it is animation. But I just felt like. Now you've seen that now with the rep- more people getting mm-hmm. representation. Hollywood is finally catching on. It's like, look, <laughs> but, inclusion works. Yes. And what? There's a market for it because why? All these people want to what? See themselves too, not just you white people. I love you guys though. I love you guys though, but no. But I love we how need to the see movie all of us. All Asians in it. There, there was not a. You know what's so funny? I was actually when I saw a white like, person. There was three white people. <laughs> when I saw a white person, I nudged the people I went with. I was like, "Look, the white people, and they're just in the background." <laughs> <laughs> it was on the airplane. That's the only time I saw a white person was on yeah, the airplane the near the near the beginning. Actually, you're right in the like, classroom. Total like asses in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, you're right in the classroom and the opening scene. You're right in the opening scene. Which I thought was a mess, um, not quality wise, but those racist British people. I just love how she turned them around. She was like, "No, I'm gonna fix this. <laughs> you don't know what kind of Asian I am. I'm the crazy rich kind 
I'm just going to say something else. <laughs> but we are not going to do that. <clears throat> yeah, we're trying to keep it PG-13, people. Well, so everybody knows I like to watch a lot of um, interviews and stuff because I like to know the processes of everybody involved in the film and how they made it. It's just interesting to me. That's my blurry thing. But, so, I watched, like, a bunch of trailers, a bunch of interviews with the cast of Crazy Rich Asians before and after watching the movie, and all of them kept saying that, I'm, this is what shocked me, this is the first movie since Joy Luck Club that had an all-Asian cast in Hollywood. That's and so then sad. Joy Luck Club came out surprise. in the 90s. Yeah. That's not surprised. That's, That's so sad. sad. Yeah. That's really sad. So I'm like, dang, yeah. this is that's long like overdue. that's that's worse than I don't, us. I, don't I mean, think you cannot think of an Asian movie that's that was this big. Yeah, yeah. In in America, like besides, I mean, besides like martial art art films, but like, yeah, just yeah. a regular movie. Yeah, and it's like, well, the martial arts one always had other people in them. Yeah, they were just like, okay, Jet Li can be the lead, Jackie Chan can be the lead, but they've always got other songs. Chris Tucker was there, you know. Yeah. No, well, I love all the Rush Hours. Okay, so let me not front. I love I all too. of those. <laughs> So as an Asian American, please tell us what you think about this. I love the movie. Yeah. Like, I haven't read the book, so I want to read all the series now. It's a whole series? There's three books. Really? Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, hold up. Okay, now we have to blur it out more. Okay, Okay. hold up. You know the guy at the end, Harry Shum Jr. Mm -hmm. You know him. He is going to be, he has a bigger part in the movie, in the book later on with oh. the girl that you see at the Austrian. end yeah. I was wondering so like... they're, they're, that's a whole thing itself oh. and that's what we, they already talked about making the two movies now not gonna lie when I saw him coming in at the end I, I was like I was like Harry it's things that bad after Glee that you have to get this weak ass part <laughs> I'm like how are you coming to the movie and you only in the movie in the last one minute and he got top billing because his name was like the third name shown in the credits yes and I was like yeah I don't know if he was in the movie I was like me neither he came in I was like wait a minute is that Harry Shum Jr yeah <laughs> I was like what you doing in here and then I was like the movie's over yeah. why were you in here but I read articles on it and that's cool he has, like they're gonna have a whole love interest with him alright his scene will be bigger in the next movie mm-hmm. I'm excited for that so I'm excited um, too cause I but because their wedding awesome. hasn't happened yet you know uh, that's true that's yeah. true so I meant to uh, I love that you told us what you thought about the movie but I meant like for you hearing that stat that I just brought out or like fact let me just say that about that like the gap between the biggest Asian movie that we had in the past in the 90s and then now what does that say to you like how do you feel about that Are you like do you think it's like long overdue or it's like well I'm not surprised America or, what do you think I just I don't want to put words in your mouth <laughs> I want to say both like, I'm not surprised there hasn't been that many Asian movies. And, like, it was long overdue. But it was, like, when I was watching it, it was very empowering. Because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, all these, like, successful Asians in, their, in this movie, mm-hmm. it makes me want to be successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Now you know how all the people from Black Panther felt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you know how we felt when Black Panther came out. Exactly. People did not understand. Representation matters. So why I watched does. it four times. I played yeah. a full movie ticket price. Four times to watch that movie. And it's so funny. Because... And I watched that movie three times, too. Okay. <laughs> if you guys haven't gotten a chance to, like, check out this um, Twitter highlight story, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to put it in the show notes, but um, the story thread on Twitter, it's called A Personal Story Shows Why Representation Can Be Powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, 
this Asian lady, and she's talking about like when she was young and how all these different instances throughout her life of her not wanting to be Asian anymore because of things people have said that were like, you know, mm-hmm. slightly racist and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then getting to college and finding people who were like proud to be Asian. And all of a sudden she was like, I'm, wanna, I'm proud to be, I want to be Asian again. Yeah. And it's like movies like this, representation just matters so much. When you see people who look like you in these like awesome parts you know, and, you know, something positive, something empowering. It matters to people. So I, like I just think it's it awesome. To me, it's like they're showing them in their truth. Like, that's how they are. It's just that the, because of racism and the and the Hollywood system, it's almost like it's like people of color cannot be assumed to be on the same level or like, oh, wow, you can't have a whole movie where, like, all these black people are doing well, actually. Mm-hmm. Or you can't have a black, uh, a movie where all these Asian people are here and they're rich and it's just about them. And I'm like, but you can, though, because why they exist in the world and what, they're not, like, better or less. They're just, they can exist this way. And so I think that it's better for Hollywood, especially since they kind of control how people think everywhere else, unfortunately. Not, not to, not, to, I think it's in degrees about controlling what people think, but I mean, I've saw, I remember talking about stuff how people used to think about black people or African people, and then they watched Black Panther and their ideas changed, and they lived in different parts of the world because they said, oh yeah, I used to think black people were thugs and all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, Black Panther, this is making look cool. It's like, now nah, I think black girls are beautiful. And I was like, what? <laughs> we were always beautiful. But I don't blame because we've been portrayed so negatively in the cast or just the, the cool people. And Asians, too. They are not, like, sex symbols or, like, hot, rich things. I'm telling you, if you watch Asian media, you will, like, totally get that out of your mind that only Asians can be nerdy, ugly, you know, whatever kind of guys. That is not the case, okay? Just just look up some K-pop, okay? You will see the prettiest boys you've ever seen in your life. In your life. I like it. It's okay on boys. I'm so you. And so I just like it that they're like, okay... Wow, other people in the world could be, you know, other colors, other races, other faces can be of prominence, can be as equal, can be important. Their stories can be shared. Yeah, so that's what I liked about this movie that it just put it out there now. It was, yeah, yeah, and it was a truly great movie. I enjoyed it. And that's one thing, because, you know, I've said it before on a previous episode, I'm pretty sure, but I'm like... When you make movies, you can't just throw any type of old movie together. Put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Let's not have the Cain and Abel. I'm just going to hear the old Apple God. It's my, it's dented. A worm's <laughs> crawling through it. I took a nibble out of it because I was hungry on the way here to make my offering. But here, <laughs> I love you, like, expounding upon this imagery here. Sorry. Well, like, that's, that's the thing. People sometimes say, like, oh. Well, because it's like, in the case of black people, it's like, well, it's a black movie. Let's go see it. It's like, yeah, we're going to see it, but we're not going to be happy about it. If it's yeah. some crap and we just saw it because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like, you got to put your best foot forward. And that's exactly. what they did with Black Panther. That's what they did with Crazy Rich Asians. These things are awesome. Yes. Yeah, like, if you watch these movies, you need to go in with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Especially yes. if you're, I hate to say it, especially if you're white, to be honest. But some other colors, too. No. I didn't really look well. around the uh, the theater because I actually saw it at um, Di- AMC, Dine- oh, okay. and you know it's a smaller theater. Yeah. Mm. But like, 
sometimes it's really surprising when you go to see these movies where you're like, you think it's got kind of more geared towards yeah, one yeah. audience, and you look at your eye, you're like, whoa. Yeah. With me, whoa. yes. <laughs> I watched this at the Bowtie Theater mm-hmm. on a Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And then I was shocked, because when I came in and I looked at the audience, mm-hmm. It was a bunch of older white people. Yeah. Older generation. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, yo, were we in the right theater? Did no. I come into, like, a, a documentary or something? <laughs> but I just went upstairs. I just went all the way up to the top. Yeah. Of the top. But this was crazy. And I was like, it was a bunch of older people that were watching the movie in there. And I was like, this is cool. Yeah. Some old black ladies were next to us, too. No, we yeah. Like, yeah I, I went in there... The opening, the morning Where did opening. You go see it? I went to Commonwealth Twenty, mm-hmm. and I went there like the like the morning it came out on Thursday. On Wednesday. Oh, oh wait! I, I, wait. It came out on. Wednesday. Oh, it was Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. 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 it was the fifteenth. And Wednesday. we're like, we need to go see this movie now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went in there, and of course, there's not a lot of people because it was like eleven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. But it was all women. Mm-hmm. It was all white women. Mm-hmm. It was all older white women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for two like younger girls I saw. Mm-hmm. And then like towards like when the movie was at the start, some Asians came in. I was like, my, my friend came with me. My friend came with me and she was white. And I I, was, I like nudged at her. I was like, look, Asians. Because <laughs> like, I saw them standing outside the theater. I was like, they're going to go see this movie. <laughs> I know it. They don't want anyone to see. And, you know, it's so interesting that, that that we would even assume that. I was like, man, mad Asians going to be up in the theater. And I thought there would be more Asians, too. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I liked that. I was like shocked, but I liked it. Not only that, I it also busts that whole, I guess, Hollywood stereotype. They're like, well, there's not enough of an audience or, you know, that panel, non-existent yes. mm-hmm. uh, audiences or non-existent communities. It's like, no. They exist. They exist. And there is a wide market for it. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Asian people who are going to see it. It's not just, you know, minorities are going to see it. It's got such a wide audience, even though it might be... Classic. Yeah. Like... Another reason why I really like this movie, apart from the, this is a reason is apart from Asian is Asianness, actually Asianness. <laughs> this reason why I like this movie is that we have finally gone back to the traditional rom com that is not full of sex, drugs, and vulgarness. Yeah. And I was like, you guys, how many rom coms have drugs in it? <sighs> I don't know about drugs. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, nowadays, oh, what are you watching? No, that's what I'm talking about. The are you not watching it in softcore? No, no, no. The comedy. <laughs> you guys don't understand. Some of the comedy movies that come down, come out now, are like rom coms because it's it's just I like to call them com roms because they're more about the comedy than the romance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're all together, and most of them now they just talk about all this other stuff. Yeah. And just like, why does this have to be in here? Why can't we just have a simple story? Like, nothing crazy, salacious happened in the movie. It was just, like, a general story and about these two people in love. And you just saw it. And I was like, now, nah, this is the formula for a good rom-com mm-hmm. without all that other stuff that you think you need to uh, appeal to the generation because they're so overexposed, you know? And I was like, see, it's simple. You don't need all that to make a good movie. And it was, I thought it was, it was even story. better for the fact yes, that it, it was, was a such story. a great uh, Asian influence on it. Because it's just, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh like, my gosh, so, yes, cinematically. It was so, it was so grand. Pretty. And that made it, I think that elevated it. If it had been the same storyline, but like some other culture, I feel like it wouldn't have been as good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there, Hollywood. What is <laughs> your face? What? Okay. What? 
Now, let's get into the different tropes, which I want Kim Lee to definitely talk to us about the difference and the things that we see. Because I've seen, I watch a lot of K, uh, K-dramas. And so when I saw this movie, I was like, this is just like the K-dramas, but just a condensed storyline. Well, what do you mean? Well, like, because the Korean culture's in, but I was yeah. like, but if you look at it, it's like the rich, one thing I noticed with Asian dramas, when I watch Asian media that is like in another language, their issue is not as a problem with race, really, because mm-hmm. uh, they're all the same race, of course. But I noticed that their issues... What do you mean, of course? Because <laughs> all the people in the movie and the shows are Asian because it's what produced, filmed everything in Asia. I'm just saying, the of oh, course is... Yes, this is the thing that I noticed, that with a lot of um, Asian-produced TV shows, this is the thing I noticed in their rom-coms and their, their TV shows and their dramas, is that a lot of the things that cause conflict has to do with class and a financial standing mm-hmm. as opposed to anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, oh. And I usually always see a rich guy and a poor girl and then the family come in to try and separate. And that's the formula. <laughs> and then you have Isn't the evil what rich girl. Huh? And then you have the evil rich girl. Yeah, and then you uh, have the yeah. evil rich girl who wants to try and snatch him back and then you have <laughs> the lovable friends and then, you know, and then you have a mean mom who does everything she can to, and like really nasty stuff like what happened yeah. in Asian, crazy rich Asians. Even like really mean stuff just to get you away from her son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they call you a, drug, a gold digger, all this kind of stuff. So, what do you think? Why do you think that is, Kimmy? Why do you think they no emphasize idea. so much on the like the financial standing? Like, I honestly have no idea why that is. Like, for me, besides the wealth, because um, I don't know why wealth is so important. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand, you know, in Asian culture, basically in Asia in general. Like, if you live in Southern Asia, it's more like a poor country. Mm-hmm. And Korea and Japan and stuff like that, they're more like the richer countries. Mm-hmm. But Would you include China? China? China is very, I don't know. China's like very half and half. Yeah, because they have like, it's so big. They have such, yeah. they have really so poor regions. So it depends on what area you're from. Mm-hmm. Like Beijing, Hong Kong, of course, they're like more the, like wealthy populated area. Mm-hmm. And then you have Southern China. Okay. But like, I just don't, I, I honestly don't understand the wealth in the, like, these things, because mm-hmm. I can never understand, like, I'm not rich Being like that. But... <laughs> so you would play the part of the poor girl who gets be. the dreamy rich guy. I wish one day it would be, like, a rich girl and a poor guy. I've seen that. That would be interesting. I've seen that in a Korean drama. It was called, um, the English translation was called, I think, Say I Do or something. The, and I, this was very different because it was actually it an older yes it was it was a Korean drama one I loved it because it was about shoes and fashion and the <laughs> woman made shoes all the Korean dramas are always about an industry and so that excites me because it's like everything in that particular world if you're in the fashion you're just gonna be up in the fashion if you're in like food making you're gonna be all up in this food making and they just show you so much more stuff they get in there as opposed to your occupation just being a side thing and some shows in America, like, they just get all up in there about what it takes as part of the story. I like that. But this show, she was uh, she was very rich. She was single. But you know how in Asian culture you're supposed to be married. But she was, like, older. And she had had a one-night stand with a younger dude who was poorer. And then, you know, of course, lo and behold, she gets knocked up. 
<laughs> and so, but the funny thing was, is like, oh, so there's this love interest between, and the boy that she got knocked up with, the young man, let's say young man, um, <laughs> he actually makes knockoff shoes with his dad. So it's like, he's in an opposing industry to something she doesn't like. She's like, why are you making knockoff shoes? And he's knocked off her shoes. And <laughs> it's, so, it's so interesting. But then he actually, the boy is actually a good shoe designer, but he has no financial standing or any connections to yeah. get him there until he has, you know, relations with this woman. And so then you see the dynamic of what people are saying. I had never seen that where it was an older rich woman with a poor young man. And it was very good. I liked it so much. They did not like it as much in Korea, but I liked it a lot. What was it on? It was on Drama Fever, you okay. know, Vicky, those those streaming okay. sites. Hmm. Yeah, it's called I Do and it has really good. Just watch it. It's really good. The guy's so hot. And he's dark skinned too. Who is it? I can't remember his name. <laughs> okay. But he was hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's another thing you guys want to talk about about Crazy Rich Agents? Uh I wanna talk about um was it? Astrid. Astrid, yes, the side character, the side story, oh the beeline story. Because I so was so happy with her moment of empowerment yes. at the end. Yes. Because I feel like the entire movie, she almost like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make another Grey's Anatomy reference, made herself small mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. Like, who she is, she had. She felt like she had to like contain it because mm-hmm. he was so insecure. And I just want to say, ladies... If he's a real man, like Asher said at the end, you don't need to prop himself up mm-hmm. because, I mean, self-worth shouldn't be external anyway. Mm-hmm. You should get that from someone else. Mm-hmm. Of course, you should make sure that you're not, like, consciously, like, demeaning someone. But, yeah. But she was so... I mean, I was like, she was, like, the best character in the show. She was so awesome. She was I just gorgeous, chill. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I love that your word is just chill. <laughs> and I'm like, please, beautiful, you're like, chill. And I was like, I, I was get like, you, though. I was, was looking, I haven't watched the show in a while. I was like, oh, dude, that's the, chi- that's the chick, the main android from Humans. Is Wait, she? what? Astrid? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, y'all have probably never seen Humans? No. Oh, no, I heard of the show. I never watched it, it. Yeah, I haven't watched the, I don't know, they might be in the third season by now. Um, but it's an AMC show. Mm. Yeah. And it's about um, androids. But, um, like, the whole world, they have, like, these android, like, helper thing, um, like, helpers. Mm-hmm. But this one, the one who's, like, invented the androids, he makes, like, actual AI type um, one, so they actually. Oh, interesting. So she's on that show. Yeah, she's like the main kind of android on that show. Oh, mm. I just yeah, know that. I didn't know that. yeah. Because I was looking at her, I was like, oh snap! I just, I loved her character so much. I felt like she was the strongest, like the most compassionate yes. in the show, and she was awesome. She was she was brave, but I liked her. She like she did not try to deny herself. Yeah. Like, she kept her status. She's like, I'm going to buy these million-dollar earrings. And I love those earrings, too. I was like, I want more. <laughs> if I had the money, I would spend it, too. Girl, I would spend it. Um, But I, she was just... I love her story because, it's like you said, Whitney, she tried to make herself small. And it's also mm-hmm. because Asian cultures are very patriarchal. So it's like, it's odd for the guy to be making less money. Yeah. It's really hard it's for them. Hard. Especially since he was a commoner. So he's not even from their world, mm-hmm. you know? What's her name? Her name is Gemma Chan? Mm-hmm. Oh, she, anyway. It's, I think she's British, right? Or Australian? Um, She's British? She was born in the UK. Yeah, yeah so she's British because she's an awesome actor. Yep. 
artsy humans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mia. She's a char- <laughs> she, her character is Mia from Humans. And so I agree or with Anita. you. I just felt like he should have just been stronger. I'm just so glad at what she did at the end of the movie. Yes. Got rid of his cheating self. Because I was like, you son of a son of a. I was like, you have the best wife and you don't know how to treat her. No. And you have a kid together. Too. Yeah. I know. So now that's so like baby mama drama there, you know. And then you're gonna like I'm sorry. This is just going back to almost like not medieval times, but like early 1900s and whatnot. Where if a woman was like a strong woman, mm-hmm. they would put her in like mental institutions and say mm-hmm. she had hysteria. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's that you see so many times where God does something wrong and they try to make you think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Or, or mm-hmm. well, if you didn't, what? How did this become me? Did this. I didn't cheat. I just almost wish he would have just talked to her about it instead of just going out and cheating and yeah. bottling it up. It was almost better if he was like, you know what? This bothers me. Fine, let's talk about it. Fine, I'm going to tell you that I'm using my money to buy out my shoes and I'm not going to hide it anymore. Or like, you, you having so much money threatens me. All right, let's deal with that. Counseling, therapy, which I know a lot of people don't like to do. But still, I was like, well, I just wish least, she did. If it's not working, tell them. Don't yeah. cheat on the person. I, I can yeah. see that though, because like, like, referring to, like, the culture, Asian culture, mm-hmm. guys are usually like that. They basically how you say, saving face. Yeah, I know. So, they like their pride. Yeah, and- men pride. So <laughs> because it's not only an Asian culture, the African culture yeah. is there like that. They're exactly like that, too. Maybe like, okay, you I- definitely have depression. Uh, you even said the word therapy. They'll just be looking at you like, therapy, get out of my face. I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll pray to Jesus. That's yeah. it. It's not just African culture. Like, if you like, just... Black American culture. Oh, yeah. yeah Black men, they, they, they yeah, don't no, like therapy. The therapy Although the younger generation nice. is now liking it because they're getting on board because a lot of the celebrities now are very open about their therapy, which I like. And I think that's another thing about representation matters mm-hmm. because it's like when you see it, it becomes less taboo. Yeah. Because before, when you say therapist, you'd be like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Yeah. But yeah. now it can be like, oh, you're just working on your issues. Yeah. If you don't, if you try to hide it, it makes it seem like it's something dirty. Mm-hmm. But when you're not trying to like keep it undercover, then it's not like this thing that's just looming. Yeah. Yeah. But. All right. Another trope thing that I want to talk to you about. So one of my favorite scenes was when the <laughs> when the bridal shower, the bridal shower or bachelorette party was going mm-hmm. on. So the girl that was getting married, there was a wedding in the movie, and the girl that was getting married. She just transformed overnight into this like this beautiful, awesome thing, and they were going crazy. And I remember seeing the scene where they were like, they're already rich girls, but they were going crazy with all this free yeah. stuff. <laughs> and they were overdone. Some of them were just doing too much. So like when it comes to rich Asians, crazy rich Asians, you think that's true? Can we? Is that how they act for real? What do you think? Like, what do you observe? I know you're not one of them, but you know, what do you observe? Asians. <laughs> Would you say it's like, oh, that's how they are from like maybe from the media depictions from the like, yeah, I guess that's just dra- like the dramas. Um, like I guess like a standard of what people think Asians are, rich mm-hmm. Asians are. Because mm-hmm. like when I saw it, I was like, wait a minute, where can I go to this? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe like in actual like Asian countries, mm. like in Singapore, because like a lot of people think like you know Asian countries. I want to go to Singapore. Singapore, there's a lot of actually rich people there. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. if you look at it, like, people think it's a poor country half the time. But, but it's not. 
But my yeah, friend, my not. friend is at like my friend is from Singapore and he's mm-hmm. there and I see like all his posts and everything, and you see like these people are actually really rich. They have money mm-hmm. because their economy is different. Mm-hmm. They're like a nation state. It's really interesting. <laughs> when we were talking about that, one of my classes at VCU, they were talking about how Singapore is like a nation state and that it's actually up and coming, even though it's like in areas yeah, where they're Philippines not. Yeah, Philippines and stuff too. Yeah. Malaysia and all mm-hmm. that. They talk about Malaysia a lot too. Yeah. What did you think about the cousins, the Ronnie Chang and then the crazy one that had the bachelor yeah, party on so the boat? Crazy. What did you? Oh my oh, god. My god. Please throw him overboard. Oh my God. I just <laughs> he think he's annoying. Hilarious. He was, he was annoying. so <laughs> annoying. He was an irritating son of a so and so. He was like, he was just an ass. Mm, what did you guys think of the wedding? The wedding. Oh my oh, God. Was that? Was the no, water no, coming down? I cried. Oh my I, God. I cried during this wedding because it was so beautiful. It was. The so seats had like grass. The seats had like grass coming up so you could pretend you were like when, in some the, marsh. When the song started by um Kina Gurney. Oh yeah, you know who that was? Yeah, I knew who that was. She's a YouTuber. Oh. But she started singing the song and then singer. she came out in the water in her gown. I started crying. Did I was she like, have um, glitter on her legs or was that the shoes? Because her legs looked really shiny. When she was walking, she kept making sure she made the long strike strides and you could see something shiny on her legs. I think it was like, just like the shimmer. Yeah, so everything. I didn't know. It's she had glitter gown, on her legs. Gown or something? No, know. the gown was short so you could see her legs. I don't know. Okay, I was paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I like those kind of details. So I was like, did she put glitter on her legs? Where can I get some? <laughs> I like the whole glitter. wedding was just so beautiful. Oh, so at first, when I entered and they, I saw all like the jungle theme, I was like, "What is going on here?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy rich Asians. But when they like the whole thing came together, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I like the little middle class family that Aquafina's uh, people were. They were like, yeah. "They are hilarious." Though. <laughs> and they were awesome. like. Our home is designed after Versailles. <laughs> and I was like, dang, there's so much gold in here. It's so over the top. <laughs> I love well, all the fashion fun. in her. I oh love all the fashion. Asians are fashionable like crazy. Like, yeah, I'm just going to say that. dress and everything. I was like, oh my God. I was so glad when she I, love I didn't even like that red dress that she to wore. The, uh, the party, the, uh, I guess the engagement party. And he was like, hey, you want to come in? And she went in the and truck she and she had a, three, like, I, three or four. She, she had a label. She's like, mm, waffle shame, cocktail. That is like mm, right there. I want to have that in my car. Oh my gosh, man. I just loved it so bad. Okay, so we need to talk about this for real, for real, y'all. There, well, okay, real quick, oh, one ahead. thing I didn't like about the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, I noticed this in a lot of, like, other Asian stuff, is that they don't portray enough plus size Asians. Oh, yes. Talk yeah. about it. Talk I about out, it. I was like, why is all, all these girls are so skinny and beautiful mm-hmm. that I was like, where's like the bigger Asians? I know. And they're there. <laughs> but you, like, you're they're right. They're behind the scenes. Just like, yeah. just like our media too. Plus size is just not, I mean, mostly on Instagram we are popping us plus size girls. But even in our media still, you don't see a lot of them getting yeah. that much shine. Representation so still everywhere. lacking there. Yeah, it's still like we don't care. Fat is not cool. I don't know. That's just where it's all over. Yeah. So, but and plus, Asians are really about being tiny, skinny. Mm-hmm. You know. So and actually, everywhere because even my family, my culture too. I've been told by strangers to like <laughs> slim down, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, but I don't know you though. <laughs> just because you're Nigerian, don't make you my mom. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, can we talk about the two lovebirds? 
The lovebirds. First of all, he was Mr. Henry Golding. His accent made it even oh more so. I was like, yes. I was like, wait a minute. Why do all these guys have accents? I wanted to be like, where have you been all my life? How come <laughs> this is my first time seeing you? My friend explained to me it's because they all went to like all rich people go to English schools. Yeah, they and do. I was like, okay, they so do. that's why they have all these accents. Mm-hmm, they do. And then the actors were also I was like, I'm not mad at it. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he fine, though? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was fine. And I liked his character because it was almost like I felt for him so bad because, again, here you have the whole cultural difference of uh, I'm the heir. And just let's... Heir has another meaning in Asia (laughs) than it is here because it's like... Heirs are just everywhere. That means you're going to take over the family business. You're going to take over the family business, right? And so it's like he had this whole thing. He was like one of the richest, from one of the richest families mm-hmm. in the region. And it was like, everybody's looking at him. Everybody's watching him. And he can't have his own life because why? In their culture, he's expected to take over. And it was like, even when he was trying to talk about how, oh, yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that. And even Astrid had told him, he's like, oh, you've been away too long. Because <laughs> she's like, you know how it is over here. Stop playing. <laughs> you know? And so what do you think about that with Asian culture? It's like, do you think that a lot of times they don't let their children be the, be have, be their own, you know? Not be their own, but like have their own desires and passions actually live them out. It's like they're expected to do what parents want them to do. Like, do you feel like that's a lot... Or that's true. That I think that's somewhat true. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the movie, um, like um, because that, that's based on personal parent, like per, um, experience. Mm-hmm. Um, how Asian countries, Asian parents, they want their kids to be successful, mm-hmm. so they want them to go down um certain roads, mm-hmm. like medical or you know law and stuff like that, yes, or like even like big business conglomerates mm-hmm. and stuff. But I, I think it had a good representation in it. Cause, I think it's um, true. Yeah, it I think it's like half true and half not true. It depends on how you grow up. Because mm. if you live in America, it's different. Mm-hmm. If you're in Asia, that's also different too. Yeah, speaking of that point, um, the relationship between her mom, like when her mom, before she went there, said something that spoke to me so because i i feel like asian and like a let's say kids whose parents come from other cultures mm-hmm. and you're like the blank american you know fill in the blank you know you're not just american you're this american right and not, not just by your color like white black brown whatever it's like you're from oh mexican american nigerian american cambodian american whatever but it was like her mom said this one thing he's like she said, your face is Chinese. You speak Chinese. But then she pointed to her heart and her head. She's like, but those are American. Yeah. And I was like, somebody gets it. Somebody <laughs> gets it. Because her mom was telling her that she wanted her to go. She wanted her to go over there. But at the same time, she knew that it was almost like she would not be accepted, really. Because she'd be like a half of them. Or she wasn't like them. Basically, because she was of the values. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I felt her so bad. Because I was like, that's how I feel about that. But anyway, <laughs> I just like really resonated. That part really resonated with me and the struggle that she was having being in that culture and the struggle that she was having um, within herself about how like how to deal with this whole thing. Because she didn't know how rich he was. <laughs> the lady was taken in the first place. She's like, I think we're in the wrong place. He's like, just sit down. <laughs> All right. I want to 
talk about the end of the movie. Yes. Because I thought it was really brilliant. I love movies where it's show, don't mm. tell. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that the mother never came out mm. and said, you know, I accept you. Might not be like totally on board, but I accept you. But it was the symbolism. Like, mm. here's the ring. I'm mm. giving you my ring, mm-hmm. which is acceptance. I'm not, she didn't come in and like, you didn't see, you didn't even see her give it to him. You just saw him open it up and you knew yeah. from the earlier scene that this is her ring. And I thought that that was brilliant storytelling wise and just the way that it happened in the movie. To piggyback off that, I liked what Constance Wu's character did. What was her name, Rachel? Is her name Rachel on the show? Um, I think so. I forgot her name was Rachel. Yep, you're right. Rachel Chu, Mm -hmm. yes. I just felt like her character is... Chu, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Which Chu are you? Yeah, that was funny. There were so many lines and zingers in that. But um, I felt like her, one, her way of handling her, the, like, the... Conflict. I guess the conflict with the mom, like mm-hmm. deciding to do it in the mahjong, uh, uh, mahjong house, mm-hmm. playing the game because we know she's in. Well, she's good at games, I guess. Game theory, game theory, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But the way she handled herself in that moment, and the reason why she decided to decline, even though she loved him, mm-hmm. is because I, she was just a bigger person in that yeah, regard. That because not only did they do something really nasty to her, which is like going to her family history, telling her stuff she didn't even know, mm-hmm. which I think is. Really crazy that they like to do that. I see that a lot in Asian yeah. dramas where they will go behind your back, get all this information, find out all this stuff, and then they'll be like, This is why we cannot have her because there's evidence here. I'm like, but you went and got this evidence. How? You know? But she had decided herself to sacrifice their love because she's like, You know what? I don't want him to have to resent you forever and not choose his family. Because mm-hmm. she's like, She don't want to be the one separating and pulling him away. Mm-hmm. So she's like, You know what? I'm going to be like, okay, let him find someone else that you guys can agree with and you guys deal with it, mm-hmm. you know? But And then I love the book that her mom gave her when she got up because she's like, you know what? I'm proud of my daughter mm-hmm. despite what was going on. And so the way she handled that in that scene, I was like, that girl is smart. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like that really like made the mom, like his mom, see that, you know, I think that helped with her decision at the end mm-hmm. to like, okay, I'm going to be fine with this because why well, I'm the mother-in-law. I don't have to be like my mother-in-law was mm-hmm. who you could tell didn't really accept her. Yeah. And that made me so sad for, I don't know. And it's not just like in the movie. I feel like it's almost like a female thing that you see portrayed a lot. Just period. Even Cadiness. like reality. Yeah. It's yeah. like, if this happened to you, if your mother-in-law did this to you, why would you, you then continue? Yeah, mm-hmm. perpetuate that on someone else. You would think that you would be more understanding and mm-hmm. not try to continue that type of feeling. You would remember how that felt and be like, "I'm not going to do that to someone else." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, I thought about something. <laughs> I don't know where I heard this quote, quote from. It's probably pretty common, but they say, "Hurt people, hurt, hurt people." people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that all the time. Um, so, like, it's using the adjective. So, the adjective hurt, so a hurt person, a person mm-hmm. who is, you know, hurt inside. Oh, okay, I get it now. Hurt, <laughs> okay, yeah. So, hurt, others, hurt yeah. people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, final to- oh. Wait, before we go finally, oh, okay. where was his dad? And you know what? That's, all- <laughs> <laughs> that's, so true. that's the main thing. I was like, 
why were all the dads like just not in the yeah, yeah. I just thought it's it was like so the opposite of a Disney movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was traveling. Always this? Your son is Fair back way. for a very short period of time. Y'all haven't seen him in a couple of years. You couldn't, you know. I would love the father's like take day. on this because usually, even though men have to respect women that are older than them too, but they like to assert their authority at times. So I would have been like, what if the dad liked her the whole time and he'd be like telling his wife to like, no, we're going to accept her. You know what I mean? I just, mm-hmm. I just would love to have seen the dynamic of when the father was there, but that was you know, and then in her life too, she was raised by a single mom. Her father wasn't there either. Mm-hmm. I mean, the father for the guy exists. He just wasn't in the movie. But yeah, none of the father. <laughs> <laughs> the only father that was in the movie was uh, Aquafina's yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, and he was mom. awesome though. Because like uh, Astrid's father, like where where nobody's father. Yeah, you? her father wasn't there either. And so you're just like, like, is just, this like a community where? of women and children? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the money just flows through the women and children. I don't know. <laughs> That house, though. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I just wonder that. how much money they dropped on this movie. With all the locations, the scenery, and all the opulence that was, that was like, crazy. it was it was awesome. Crazy Rich Asians, y'all. Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, uh, and when they first got to the house, the guards. <laughs> oh, is that so Are they in India? And I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> oh, man. It was, uh, I really liked the movie. I want to watch it I like again. how it showed the cultural reference and how yes, the how Asian too. families are like they're really connected to each other yeah. and how mm-hmm. they're very family oriented mm-hmm. like that's real that's real in life too because mm-hmm. I was like wow this is actually happening mm-hmm. so, and they're like sitting there making dumplings and everything that was one of my favorite <laughs> scenes actually I felt bad for her because she was really trying to be very genuine in that scene and yeah. the mom shut her down and I was like oh I love how like the grandma's did for her though. She liked her. Oh, uh, but no, no. Until, until, until that one part. <laughs> I was like, the grandma knew what's up too because why are they like, no, we have to protect our own. We have to cover our butts. We have to. She's still not one of us. You know. But, I mean, that grandma was kind of cutting too. She was like, "Uh, you lost your touch." I was like, "Oh." Get to the mom. Yeah. yeah. She was because she, she had never accepted her still. Yeah, but, yeah, but it was still kind of like I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cold." I don't know. Yeah. You say like because then at the end of the the movie, she's like, "You." I she went on that long spiel after they found <laughs> after they've got gathered all the evidence from the uh, the private eye. Then she's also there too. Like, mm, you know, we don't accept you as our. Yeah. I was like, that part, dang. That part, I was like, no. I was shocked because she was such like a sweet old lady. I know. And then she turned her claws out and she's like, no. Nah, no, you already right. saw the claws oh, prior nice. to that. You saw the claws with his mom because that whole kind of. I didn't know the end of cover because you could see, you were like, oh. But then she, this time she released him on Rachel, which yeah. I did not see. And I didn't think that was going to come because of how they interacted. She was always sweet to her, but it almost. I'm not going to lie. I saw like a hint of fakeness, but I just thought she was being polite. So it was almost like I was either waiting for her to do the claws on Rachel mm-hmm. or she was really going to surprise me and be like totally fine with Rachel. And then it was only going to be his mom that had the problem. I love Michelle Yeoh, by the way. Yeah, it's awesome. Mom. Interesting. She's it made me awesome. think of um of Downton Abbey. Yeah. The grandmother who yes. like, is like, she's the one who's like, no, I don't like anything to do. Like, but then at the end, she's like, ha, I'm going to surprise you all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Any final uh, interesting points, topic things you want to bring about the movie? Besides I would say awesome. all the actors, like, 
are on point. Yeah. yeah. They were such good actors. I was yeah. like, Michelle Yeoh, she was very awesome in that movie. Even though I hated her character, yeah. she was just so good. Mm-hmm. And like, Constance Wu, like, she was so good. And she's mm-hmm. in that one show, too. Um, yeah. Off the Boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat, yeah. Yeah, Richmond represents. <laughs> Yo, Richmond? <laughs> the River City. Okay. But it's like, people don't really notice how good, like, Asians can really act and stuff. Y'all need to, honestly, listeners, check out some Asian media. Enough opportunity, like. Yeah, it's just, it's honestly lack of exposure. And, like, yeah. mm-hmm. I say that because I know that because I grew up and my family was not directly from America. My family was always from somewhere else. And so I always had that in my mind that, oh, there's other so that was always in the front of my mind that, oh, there's other places. Because why we watched other things. I watched Indian movies. I watched British football sometimes. I watched just other movies and other medias and other worlds. And so I was always cognizant of these places. But I would talk to other people and they had never heard about this or that or that person or that kind of phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I was like, y'all are just watching. Y'all, y'all, anime's been around for a while. Y'all sleeping. Y'all sleeping. There's more better stuff. You know, we, I've exposed myself to that different cultures because I wanted to see other mediums. I like how they present themselves, you know. Even African movies as terrible as a lot of them are sometimes, they're coming up a little bit. But it's <laughs> at least they still got a long way to go. Like I'm not I'm really not, I'm really not. Some African movies are good, like the wedding party, watch it on it's on Netflix. That's a really good Nigerian movie. Like totally Nigerian. But other ones, uh, anyway. But I like to see them represent themselves in their me like see how the Africans portray themselves. Regular Jews, regular you know, this could be a movie here if they would just get that, oh yeah, you can have rich Africans, you can have rich Asians, you can have you know, all these different scenarios. So I think with Americans it's just the I feel like a lot of times Americans don't get exposed themselves because they're just in the American bubble. It's yeah. like we only need to focus on ourselves when really there's a lot we don't know, a lot that's been tapered for us, especially in history is involved. And I just feel like just exposing yourself to other things and checking some other stuff out is good. Variety is the spice of life. <laughs> yeah, I, that's my last point. Okay, and I'll just throw one more out there. Free your mind, and the rest will follow. Be colorblind, don't be so shallow. <laughs> Although I don't support colorblindness because we do need to recognize color, but you know what the concept is trying to say. Can <laughs> well, we? I'm, I'm, Coming off of that, I actually appreciate all the Asian songs they put in there. Yes! I was thinking about that. I was like, I need the soundtrack in my life. (laughs) The soundtrack was really, really good. You know what? I love that. There was all these popular music that you've heard that other artists sing, but they were all in Chinese. Like, I love the Chinese version of uh, Coldplay's Yellow. Yes! I know that there's some type of Twitter highlight story where they're talking about how the I, I think how the director made some type of heartfelt plea to Coldplay to let them use their music because Coldplay is one of those bands who they don't really let their music get licensed know. out mm-hmm. to other you know because you know, there's some songs that get licensed really? out. Really, stuff is so popular, but yeah, yeah. It it is, is, but when you think about movies. it, you don't hear people in like singing because yeah. the, I think they keep pretty they tight hold their on their yeah. stuff. But I guess they made a sincere enough. <laughs> entreaty to cope with it they're like yeah. you know what yeah you can use it I and loved hearing really the popular too. songs yeah. in, I was like I recognized like I was hearing in Asian in the Chinese language and then I was like wait a minute that's yeah. this song wait a minute that's I that song that I was like, it was throughout the whole film yeah I thought it was wonderful it was awesome 
Yeah. So we love Crazy Rich Asians. We're all about that representation. That's yeah, right. Check it out, everybody. It's awesome. Yes. And I'm so happy to see, like, what is it, like, number one in the box office? It is, like, killing. Yes. <laughs> Success. The cha-ching makes the world go around. So now they'll be like, oh, yeah, we will make Crazy Rich Asians 2 and 3. And Thank you for else. telling us about that, Kimmy, because I'm, like, excited to, like, see the <laughs> second movie mm-hmm. now with, like, Astrid and her you should definitely read the books. I heard the books are a little bit different from the movie. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it tells a whole, like, a little More bit story. different story. Oh, no, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, we loved it. And there was a makeover scene, which I love in movies. I love the makeover <laughs> oh, scene. I love makeover scenes. They're the best. I was like, yes, I love a good makeover scene. Anyway, uh, we just want to, again, thank you, Kim Lee, for being our first guest and coming out and talking about this with us. Yay! We heart you so much. Finger Yay. hearts. Finger hearts. <laughs> yeah, finger hearts is the Asian thing. No, this one. This is wait, little. Wait, you like, what? This is the finger hearts. It's, it's a little tiny heart. Yeah. It's like, it's so. It's a new thing. It's so yeah, cute, okay. but it's also obnoxious. You guys seen this one? What is it like? Uh, we're done, honestly. What is it? Uh, huh? What is that? What was that? Uh, what was that? That's just a hand trick we did. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but yeah, I was just like, what was it that? Was a, it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was in my Twitter stories today. I was like, oh, let's see how I can do this. <laughs> You're going to show us. We're going to practice this after the show. <laughs> Actually, do you want to like shout out any of your social media and stuff before we, yeah, we really? cut? You like your own personal social media where people can reach you, talk to you, whatever. No, I'd rather keep it private. Okay. <laughs> so you, 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 Kimmy doesn't want you guys to search her out, y'all. She doesn't. She just wants I mean, to talk to you. I mean, you can check us. out my Instagram, but. <laughs> yeah, so tell them what your name is on Instagram. My name is Kimly Kimchi. <laughs> Kimly Kimchi, so that's like at K I M L E E and then Kimchi K I M C H I. That's right, as in the food. So, yes. Kimmy Kimchi. <laughs> All right. Finder, Instagrammer, whatever. Um, thanks again for coming, Kimmy. Yay! Yay just... It was fun. I Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh, wow. You haven't done that voice in a long time. <laughs> All right. So, we're signing off, guys. Have an awesome week. Bye! Bye! Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends. And if you like our episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. The intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, the username Caption, spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. The show notes are by Bola Hansen, and the audio engineering is by Whitney Booker. And you can contact us by email at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to get social, you guys. You can find us on our social media at Instagram and Twitter with our at handle being at blurredtalkbw. And we've got our individual things going on too, y'all. So you can find me, your blurred fashionista, on Instagram and Twitter at BolaStoryB. That's B with two E's like the insect. And I've got my own personal YouTube channel, just Bola Sade. That's B-O-L-A-S-H-A-D-E. D is in dog, E is an elephant. And this is Whitney. You can find me at my company, Luminavi Studios. The email address is wit at luminavi.com. That's W-H-I-T at L-U-M-E-N-A-V-I.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios.